Today we chat to Brian Sands, a local Cape Tonian who has had an incredible career as an ultra trail athlete. He has put South Africa on the map when it comes to trail running. He's won some incredible races like the Western States Ultra, the oldest 100 miler in the world. Brian has also tackled the Great Himalayan Trail and set a fastest known time with Rainer Chrysal. Ryan has been an inspiration to myself and to many trail runners in South Africa for many, many years. So relax, sit back, put those headphones on and enjoy this session where we chat with an absolute legend. First time I actually even heard about you was, I think I got into trail running back in 2010, um, actually a bit before that. But it was the four deserts that kind of stood out to me. I think that was your your inaugural jump into kind of ultra running and ultra trail running. Yeah, and yeah I am. Um, it was um, it was really new to me, and I'd never really run before. But you know, I started following you. I think in those days, the only races you could find out about was on a website called trailrunning.co.za. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. You know, that was 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 quite that was way back. Yeah, quite a while ago, and um, I mean, it was it was definitely you were a massive inspiration to me uh, as an individual because I had come from a place where I was um, basically addicted to drugs, and there was this new outlet that I kind of learned about was was the trail running, and um, ended up doing the Addo twenty five miler, and promised myself never to do it again halfway through. But you know, coming up near the end, it was was fantastic. Um, and just yeah. that accomplishment. Um, no, for sure. That is it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's, um, and then obviously your win at Western States a couple of years ago, that must have been a massive highlight for you. Yeah, definitely just from like, um, I guess from an athletic point of view, definitely yeah, one, of the, one of the highlights, I guess, just because it was such a, such a long journey and like process to, to get there. Um, yeah, it was definitely like amazing to to finally cap it off. And then obviously your great Himalayan trail expedition with Rainer, that must have been sure that was a, an incredible feat. Yeah, she's um yeah, like I said, like kind of doing the, the Great Himalaya Trail is always kind of that one pinnacle adventure I always wanted to do and I was always like putting it off, putting it off, and then I guess Ray and I just got chatting and I think it was after Western States actually decided like flip I'm not getting any any younger we're both not getting any younger let's just go and make it happen and uh, yeah geez it was pretty pretty wild and, and epic um so yeah and it was just like really incredible to actually finally tick it tick it off and just I guess say ticking it off but I guess just the, the whole experience is just yeah that kind of um something that lasts with, with us both forever no, for sure. And it's, um, I think if anybody hasn't seen Lessons from the Edge, it's definitely something to, to watch. And, you know, for me and, and from where I come from and in terms of, I mean, I'm not a professional trail runner. I don't do it all the time. And I'm trying to get back into, into my running from kind of lockdown and moving around and whatnot. So it's, it's um, in terms of kind of getting myself back out there. But, you know, something that I've noticed with, with, with professional athletes or anybody who's really invested into doing something is, you know, how does one maintain that? I mean, you must have your ups and downs. 
Um, you know, we're all human beings. But w what do you do when, you know, you, you're hitting those slumps or those kind of difficult, you know, challenges in one's life? Um, yeah, I guess with like everything, you're going to have those, those ups and downs, whether it's sport or your career or kind of personal life. So, yeah, I think from like a, a running point of, point of view, um, like even like during an, an event, I'll, and like kind of I've just seen from like really early on from, from competing, it's always the, I guess it's those people that are, or the athletes I guess people just in general who are able to like manage those low moments the best that end up kind of achieving success. Um, I think in an ultra, you often see the guys are like, maybe they like end up winning or kind of doing really well, but sometimes they like face a number of like low moments during the race and, and are able to kind of, kind of get through those where some guys maybe much more talented or having a much better race, but they just like let one, like bad moment, just like derail them completely. So, yeah, I guess it's also just trying to have that that positive mindset, um, and also like a positive mindset and trying to focus on the on the positives um, and what we can control, as opposed to like kind of like slipping into like a negative mindset and like worrying about like a whole bunch of things that we actually completely out of your control. Um, and then also like from a racing point of view, definitely find breaking something down into lots of like bite-sized chunks. So a lot of people say like running a hundred, hundred miles, like it's, it's crazy. And I guess like if, if I wake up tomorrow morning and say like, I'm running a hundred miles today, like mentally it is, it is overwhelming. But if you like break it down into cool, I'm going to run kind of four marathons. Um, and within those four marathons, I'm going to break it down into like four 10 K stretches and while you and you just like tick off those little like mini goals and then before you know it you, you get there so i think it's breaking it down into into bite size size chunks also um really helps um and i guess also like a big thing is just being passionate about what you do and love loving what you what you do like a lot of people's like how can you go run for seven eight hours like if, if that's not your passion it's it's hard to to like kind of associate or you just think like someone's lost the plot if they're going to go run for that amount of time but i guess like we all have different passions but i think if you can find your passion it definitely uh, helps um and then yeah i guess like long from like a longevity point of view for me I've, I've always enjoyed mixing it up like mentioned at the beginning of the conversation like doing stuff like four deserts was was cool and like that went really well and a lot of people said like why don't you just stick to doing that and like for me it's like i wanted to try new things like running the Leadville 100 miler and, um, and doing um, something like Western, Western States. Um, and then like even, even now, like even like I've had a couple of bad, bad runs at, at UTMB and um, I definitely feel like a Western States or a Leadville is probably more suited to me. And even just living in Cape Town, it's a lot easier to prepare for that. People are like, why do you keep like wanting to go back to UTMB? But for me, it's like always having those challenges and kind of, pushing your, your yourself. So I think like if you keep mixing it up and having different challenges, um, I think, yeah, it just keeps, keeps things fun and exciting. And then also kind of doing lots of, lots of projects along the way, like the Greater Malaya Trail, Drakensberg Traverse, and doing a project now on the Skeleton Coast, just, I guess, mixing up that, like, I love competing, but I think I started running cause, and, and trail running cause I love adventure. That that's, I think, I guess, competing is like a maybe a phase whereas 
I always see myself as a as a runner and, and always like wanting to to go out there whether it's just trying to see, kind of do a crossing of Table Mountain or kind of a crossing of of, of the Himalayas. Like like for me, um, it's that that adventure and that unknown that. I hope that one day when I'm 60, 70, I'll, I'll still be just as, as, as stoked on. No, for sure. It's, um, and, and UTMB is, you know, if I could just touch on that. I mean, that year was a little bit disastrous for a lot of people. I think Killian got stung by a bee. Um, I was so keen for that race. I mean, I had everything ready on my phone. I just wanted to watch and I was so excited. So, you know, these curveballs come our way. Um, and what defines us, I believe, is, is what we choose in that moment, um, our attitude. You know, are we going to be discouraged or, you know, beat ourselves up about it? Or, or are we going to have a positive attitude and look at what we can do? Um, you know, my, my first attempt at a, at a really, really tough race was the Sky Run, um, which I know you know quite well. Yes, I was pretty, pretty prepared. I was trained. I was kind of ready for it. But then, you know, three days before the race, we all got a message saying that we're not going to be able to start in Lady Grey. So we had to start at War Trail Country Club. Um, we had to go over the wall, up the mountain, turn at Snowdon and come back, come down over the wall. And there was a massive heat wave as well. Um, so after I turned around at Snowden, I just checked this guy like walking with his walkie-talkie and his pack and stuff. And I, I kind of knew that I, was, I wasn't, you know, in, in for a finish, um, you know, when the sweeper comes up like really close to me. So, you know, that was, a, it was quite discouraging. And it actually took me a few months after that to kind of get back on the wagon again um, after kind of beating myself up. But, um, you know, what did I want to ask you as well is, you know, there's been times, you know, for me, like in a race and I can correlate it with life where like everything kind of starts to go wrong and, the, you know, the pain gets a bit too much and whatnot. And, you know, I've noticed this a lot with ultra runners and, and looking at the ultra running community, you know, there's people like Timothy Olsen, Hilton Dunn, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that they change their life from, from the struggle that they've had. Um, so what I wanted to ask you, the big question which I wanted to ask you today is, you know, when things are going really tough and, and when it doesn't seem like you can kind of carry on going on, where, where do you find that strength? Yeah, again, I think like a big, a big part of that is, is potentially, as I said, like kind of trail running and what I do is something I love. So, I think maybe if you if you asked me to kind of like run around a track for a hundred miles and really push myself, maybe like I would I would really struggle just like kind of being out in the mountains and that environment really kind of having that that connection with with nature, something that that really appeals to me um, and and inspires me, um, and also I guess like doing all the the training in in those kind of con- conditions and um, like put me on a on a road like after 10 15 k's i've i've had a had enough so i definitely think like the the passion um but then i i guess i've also always been like a fairly competitive person and i always kind of like kind of all or all or nothing for me so i think um again just like and when i say competitive it's it's more like being competitive with with myself like i want to do the best i can do um and I, th- I definitely think kind of that's helped in a number of, of ultras, not like, like 
being obviously you kind of key off what the, the other guys are doing around you, but really kind of focusing on your strength and just trying to get to the finish line as, as quick as you can. And if it's good enough to win, great. If it's good enough to, to get, get, get 50, 50th, then, then, then great too. And just really like focusing on, on running um, your own race. I know like these days with things getting more and more competitive, a race like UTMB, it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, gets a lot lot harder and like you say the, the year um i think it was two years ago when they had like everyone dropping out i think it's just like the the pace guys are starting and it's like throwing 20 20 eggs against the wall and and three or four don't um don't break and, and those are the guys that that um do well but yeah I, I guess also and i think like kind of my, my i guess my motivation over the years has maybe changed at times um like i, th- I think obviously ultra running can be seen as quite a um, personal and I guess like selfish sport. But I think for me, I've had some, like my family that has supported me throughout. Um, I've had some incredible partners and, and dream givers that have kind of been with me from the, the, the start. So like you say, when you're kind of going through those, those low moments, um, kind of just feel like I'm, I'm out there for more than just myself. Um, and that definitely, definitely helps and, and keeps me, me motivated through those, those low moments. Um, and then also, I guess, just sometimes trying to like, I definitely feel like if I look at some of my, my UTMB failures, I definitely maybe put too much pressure on myself and, um, actually having my son, Max was quite, um, yeah, it was quite an eye opener in some ways. And that's kind of, I guess, like, obviously I am a professional athlete and it's, and it's kind of what I do, but like for him, whether I come first or last in, in a race, he doesn't really care. It's, it's more about being a, a good dad and, and being around for him. So I think that was quite cool to kind of just like grasp and, and, and realize that, yeah, like being, being a professional trainer, this, this is my, my job, uh, my profession. But at, at, at the same time to also remember why I started running and just to go out there and enjoy myself and also not take it too, too seriously. And I find when I when I do do that and I'm a little bit more relaxed, I definitely do do perform a lot a lot better. Oh, that's fantastic! And you know, the coaching that I do, I mean, I coach people in wellness to to move them from a dysfunctional place to a place where they kind of want to be. Um, and from what I'm hearing you talk about, which is really incredible, is that you've got this internal locus of control. It's not really about everybody else or you know that podium finish or what the magazines are going to say or that everybody's going to kind of be impressed with you. It's like, you want to be impressed with yourself. You want to do kind of the best that, that you want to do. And that's, I think that's, yeah, that's exactly. um, and, and, you know, recently following what's going on, I mean, you know, Corona has <clears throat> dented, dented us a bit um, across the board. But yes. some people are trying some incredible things like Courtney DeWalter. I think she tried to run 500 miles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty pretty crazy and impressive yeah yeah which is so people are really starting to to break the boundaries are, are there any boundaries yeah. i know one thing that you really wanted to do was run on the moon um <laughs> I, I might be mistaken but uh, has that dream gone or i mean it's the only place you really haven't run yeah i guess never never say never but um yeah i guess it's might be be quite a quite a, a tricky thing to to pull off um yeah, I, I guess I'd definitely love to explore more of Africa. Like, I feel I've just been, like, really fortunate to um, travel all, all around the world and, and race on all seven continents. But there's still, like, 
kind of parts of, of Africa that I'd love to explore a bit more. And, and just even obviously mentioning lockdown and, and COVID, um, really frustrating times, but they've also kind of, I feel there have been like a lot of positives that have come out of it and, uh, and just realizing kind of like what we actually have right here on our back doorstep, if we just kind of go mm-hmm. out and do, do a little bit of exploring. So I'm quite keen also to, to kind of spend some more, more time exploring some, some more home trails and even doing a couple of kind of runs um, further up in, up in Africa. Um, yeah, it'd be cool just to kind of see a little bit, a little bit more of, of Africa. No, that's great. I mean, we've got such a beautiful country. I mean, I went up Table Mountain because I'm originally from KwaZulu-Natal, but, you know, after moving down, I went up Table Mountain the other day, but I went up the side by Constantia and I didn't know there was a dam up there. It was like, pool, yeah. like a dam up here. It's, it's pretty cool. And, and I mean, we've got this on our doorstep. It's, so it's absolutely fantastic to just kind of get involved and, and to run in and to, to just enjoy um, ourselves. Um, one thing I also wanted to ask about, because I mean, it's a big passion of mine, is, is, is dogs. Do, do you still take Tandy on runs with you? Or? Um, so yeah, she's getting a little bit older now, so it's not really too much running. It's more, um, or she does, does running, hits uh, maybe a 200 or 300 meter burst after, after some guinea fowl. But uh, <laughs> no, I still walk with her. I walk with her a lot and it's, yeah, it's awesome to, to go out and as I say, walk with, with her and, and, and Max and, um, yeah, it's, as I say, for me, like, it's just cool to, to be out, um, on the trails or on the mountain or kind of, kind of the, the kind of local common at, at, at home and, and just be, be outdoors. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely still spend a lot of time with the outdoors, but just at a little bit of a, of a slower pace. Um, yeah, I think she, she quite and quite enjoys just taking it taking it easy at at the moment. No, oh, cool because um, we've got a couple of rescues, and I think my girlfriend. Oh, awesome! If she brings another one home, we're going to have to get okay. a pet. So, <laughs> which which is really cool. I mean, but it's it's such a nice bond. I mean, I did a webinar not so yeah. long ago, and one of the rules that I said, like I gave these rules for life, is go throw a stick for your dog, like just that and then they start learning i mean there's just so much value in such a small little simple thing um, no exactly fantastic um you know there was there was another thing that i wanted to to kind of touch on is is your plans i mean what are your plans really for the future can you reveal anything to us because i know there's possibly come some prospects in the line that you're not going to really reveal but are there any plans that ryan's got for for the near future yeah, I think like, I guess, I guess one thing I've like learned with, with COVID and stuff is just, I guess you have to like stay flexible and like, so like kind of, I guess modern life is evolving so quickly. Um, you obviously I've got like, I guess, long-term plans and, and aspirations, but um, I think like kind of how you get there is, is constantly changing and, and evolving. Like I said, I still like, for, for me, the sport goes way beyond competing. So I definitely still want to be a part of it for, for a really um, long, long time. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely like working on a few things like beyond competing on the, on the, the, the side. Um, but like still like all focus and trying to stay involved in, in, in the sport. And even, um, yeah, I guess something like 13 peaks, the, the concept, um, that I started in, in, in Cape Town and really passionate about growing that and just trying to 
again, like get as many uh, kind of people on onto the mountain and, and to kind of see what, what we have and, and to just kind of like appreciate it and like have an, an like epic adventure or experience on, on the mountain. Um, but also be amazing to, to get more kind of international people here and just showcase Cape Town and, and um, Table Mountain to, to the rest of the world. I think, like I said, I've, I've been lucky enough to, to travel to a number of countries all around the world. And I definitely think we've got something really special in, in, in Cape Town and something really unique. So I'm, I'm really passionate about kind of showing that off and, and, and really proud to, to uh, be able to call Cape Town my, my home. No, for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It must have been really frustrating for you during the lockdown. Um, how was your, your 100 mile indoor race? How did, how did that treat you? Yeah, that was a lot harder than what I thought, to, to be honest. Um, again, I didn't give it like, didn't do like a huge amount of planning. It was a little bit of a, a spur of the, the moment um, thing, but like mentally it was a lot tougher than, than what I expected. I thought it would like, I'm trying to, what did I took like 20, 26 hours, even longer than it took me to do Grand Raid of, of Reunion 100. Mile and I, I thought it would be done in like about 18, 19 hours. So it was just like very stop start. You could never get into a rhythm. Um, I was always like, like stopping. It was just, yeah, so it was really hard to get into a rhythm. And then the, the final 40Ks mentally was, was really, really tough just to kind of keep any focus. And also um, running in and out of my house the whole time with a headlamp. Um, the kind of going from light to dark every 50 meters actually messed up my eyes quite a bit. So I started to, to get like very like disorientated. Um, so that, that was quite tricky. And like with the disorientation, also getting tired and um, yeah, it was just like a bit of like, like mentally it was a, like a real challenge. So yeah, it was definitely, yeah, like harder than like mentally harder than, than what I expected. Um, but like, yeah, something that's like I'm, I'm proud of. And I think it's cool to be able to, yeah, like first, first prize, I would have loved to run 100 miles in, in the mountains. But um, yeah. again, we have to make, make do with what you got. And it's still cool, I guess, one day to, to be able to, to look back and, and remember running a, 100 miles around your, your house. It's definitely something I wouldn't want to do again. But having said that, if, if we had another lockdown, maybe because... Um, I definitely like post the, the run, I started thinking of like a number of things I would have done better to, to be able to go faster. So touch wood, there, there are no more, more lockdowns, but um, yeah, um, like I said, it was definitely kind of yeah, quite, a, quite a challenge. No, definitely. I mean, I, I watched a bit of, um, I think some snippets of you and there were some times where, you know, you looked a little bit upset. Um, I don't know if it was really upset, but I think it, it, it must have been pretty draining. I mean, like, like you mentioned earlier on, the, the absolute passion of, of the beauty of the mountains is something that really, really helps one kind of stay motivated and focused on, on what you're doing. And all of a sudden, we've got all these like walls around us and you know, no scenery and nothing. And I know for myself, I mean, there's been times where now I'm running and I get to like the top of a ridge line or something and then all of a sudden you can just check this beauty below you um, and you forget completely that you're in pain, that you're running, that you know your muscles are tight and it kind of helps you kind of go on. So it was, um, I can definitely relate yeah. you to that 100%. No, exactly. 
Cool. And, um, you know, Ryan, is, is there anything that you want to maybe share with the community um, that I've got you on here? Maybe we've got a couple more minutes, but, you know, the community that I'm plugged into is, is tremendously a community that is looking for change to, to kind of make their lives better. So, you know, I just wanted to know if there's anything that you wanted to share with, with you know, people with regards to, to that. Yeah, I guess like, like trying to make improvements and stuff, I guess, like I always say, like people say they want to change this and that. And I think like, it's important just to, to like do it and not like keep talking about it. But at that, at the same time, like people say, Oh, I want to change this and that because like in two years time, I want to like be able to achieve X. And I think it's like very important just to work back. Like, cool. This is my, two or three year plan, but then at the, like in order to achieve that, what do I need to do? And like really put a, put a plan in, in place and have a number of like mini goals along the way. So, you know, after, after the first three months, if you completely know where on, on track, you know, you need to make some changes or things are on track. You're like, cool, maybe actually like I want to up my goal a little bit or just make, make adjustments. Um, I think that really, really helps. And like, at least you feel like you're going in the right direction. You're not just like a headless chicken all over the place, um, hoping to achieve something in, in three years time. So I think like the, the right plan planning is, is really important. And also just keeping that, that motivation. Cause even if I look back, if you tell me like next year in August, you, um, like you want to run ultra trail Mont Blanc, that feels such a long way away. Like to get like motivation and stuff, you definitely need those, those goals along along the way so i think that's that's really like important um and then also i guess just to to be kind to yourself and, and stay in, in tune with your with your body um yeah i think we kind of lead pretty hectic lifestyles these these days and and like probably a, like a lot more busy and, and connected to everything the whole time so yeah i think knowing when to when to back off and, and rest and, and kind of also trying to like just focus on kind of what's important and that's why I think having like a clear goal and, and, and a vision is is important and you know like like if you can only do kind of five things out of kind of 10 possible options um then like at least know which like five are kind of on route to to like achieving your, your goal not just to again just feel like you're clutching at straws and trying to do a little bit of everything and before you know it and in three months time you're completely burnt out so yeah that, i think i think that um and just yeah I, I guess again i would say try and obviously have the the, the those goals and, and focus but also just try and be be present and like you say just sometimes it's cool just to kind of take your dog and, and throw a stick for it and just really be be present and enjoy that and just yeah whether it's kind of and just kind of absorb that um as opposed to like flip, I've got to rush off and do this, this and that um, and be completely overwhelmed the, the, the whole time. So yeah, that, I think kind of having that, that goal and, and, and being able to work back um, and just, yeah, trying to, trying to stay, stay present and, and, and be kind to yourself. Um, I think like the period like we're all facing now with, with lockdown um, is, is tough. And even, even I knew like some days is say like, don't feel like, achieving anything so like for me it was just sometimes like set yourself some mini mini goals during the day even it was just like three three like 
pretty random things, but at least at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I ticked those those three things. Like I actually did did achieve something today. So yeah, I, I think just kind of um, yeah, being being kind to yourself. Cool. Thanks, Ryan. And I, I want to thank you for what you've done for trail running as a sport. It's um, and the kind of example that you've set for for athletes in South Africa. Um, and just with such a humble attitude has been absolutely, it's been fantastic and it's been inspirational to me and, and to my life. So, and thank you for what you do for Cape Town with 13 Peaks and what you're doing just, you know, basically for, for South Africa as a whole, as, you know, representing us and, and representing us well. It's, it's been really cool. Thanks. No, it's been, no thank you. Thanks for the, the support and yeah, it was great chatting. Cool, Ryan. But yeah, thanks. Uh...